What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug. Thank you for joining us today for another episode. I have someone special here today. I'm excited to welcome Katrina Kofed. Welcome, Katrina. Thank you so much, Viola. I'm excited to be here. So I, um, I feel like today's going to be a cool conversation because Katrina is actually a plant-based health coach and she has a cookbook called Passion for Plants, which is really, really cool. And uh, I mean, you'll hear more about what she does in her story, but I think one of the cool things that we're going to dive into today is uh, the importance of prioritizing health as an entrepreneur. Um, really like more of a look into her story and how she's ended up doing what she does and also how to build habits and routines for success without uh, suppressing your creativity. So we're going to dive into all that. Hopefully, maybe as you know, with this podcast, it's so conversational style. (laughs) We might go in very many different directions, but that's the intention. Um, But Katrina, would you like to share your perspective um, of your story? Like where did this all begin for you? Yeah, thank you. So basically, this started kind of six years ago for me. Um, My mom was diagnosed and treated for breast cancer in 2012, I believe it was 2013. And that really just kind of like shocked me awake and made me realize that like, wow, my, you know, I kind of at the time I was really young, I was 18. And I was like, I kind of feel like I've been taking my life for granted. Right. And um, I realized I was like, okay, I don't want to get cancer down the road, but it felt inevitable at that point. So there was kind of this like nine month period of limbo where I was kind of just living in fear of the future. Like, what does my future hold? Where am I going to be in in 20 or 30 years? You know, like what's going to happen to me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was kind of subconsciously searching for answers, but still going about my life. And then I went, um, my family is Danish. And I was born in Denmark, but we've grown up in the U.S. So hence, I, hence your name, spelling yeah. and pronunciation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hence my name being all crazy. Yes. <laughs> um, so I actually ended up going back to Copenhagen for six months for this cooking school program, which was such a great experience. But it was there where I met one of our chef instructors who was vegan. And we got to talking because I was curious. And um, at that point, I was getting more into nutrition and just learning more about health. Mm-hmm. And he had gone vegan because his family had a history of cancer and just chronic disease. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like my, like, just that kind of eye-opening moment where I was right. like, wow, this doesn't, it doesn't have to be this, you know, this doesn't have to be my fate. Like this doesn't have to be my future. Mm. Obviously, and a side note, of course, you know, we can't hundred percent prevent any disease or cancer can do stuff to reduce your risk. So, oh yeah. That's kind of how all of that got started for me. And after that, it really just sparked my passion for nutrition and holistic health and, and learning more about that. So I studied um, biology and psychology, psychology in my undergrad, and now I'm studying a master's in nutrition. So very cool. much in like the hard science side of it, but I also am a very like empathetic and touchy feely person. And that's really where the psychology and just like all the spirituality of like my personal background comes in. So it's a really, it's a really fun mix. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I don't know how much you might not know this at all, but for the listeners as well, this might be new to you if you're new to the podcast, but that's so similar to how my journey started out because I actually lost my dad to cancer when I was 16. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it had a similar um, effect on me. You know, I, I had seen him grow up with so many, well, I didn't see him grow up. While I grew up, I saw him mm-hmm, with so yeah. many passions and my family had a pretty high value on health as well. So to me, it was like, I don't understand how this is possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, but it really sparked this thing for me. Like, oh my gosh, like I really want to one, not die <laughs> young. Yeah. Just like could possibly be reduced at least, you know, mm-hmm. the risk reduced and um, also I want to actually really make sure I'm enjoying my life. And I think those two things as a foundation were like the things that sparked me into really knowing that I was meant to be an entrepreneur. And I actually did a bachelor of science in nutrition as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's and so, so awesome. Yeah. That's how I started out. And I really thought that was going to be like the, the primary path for me, but that evolved mm-hmm. into, um, what I do now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that, that's still such a foundational, mm-hmm passion for me. I didn't actually go vegan for health. Um, I mean, it was like cool benefit, but I was already doing so much for my health, you know, Mm -hmm. like for me, it was a lot of the other factors, but, um, that's, that's so cool to hear. Wow. That's crazy. That those are like the most similar stories that I've ever (laughs) talked to anyone about. That's awesome. Well, I mean, not awesome, but it's always, I think, cool to connect with someone who has a very similar more background. Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're like both doing like our own unique, cool things now, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, really cool to hear that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, from in like kind of a sad way, some, yeah. some aspects are sad, but right. But I mean, I think all, all that good that comes out of it, you know, it's like we come out on. That's on- what I was just going to say. It's like, there's silver lining to all of it. And that's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't take the experience back. Like, obviously, yeah, it'd be cool if my dad was here, <laughs> obviously, right. but yeah. it's like the, who I've become because of that fire is like, I, I think so much of it is attributed to that. And I don't think I would have had the drive to keep going so many times in my life if I didn't have that like internal reminder, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So then tell me a little bit more about your business. Like how did you turn into this, like turn what you do? So you're studying and you have a business or like, tell mm-hmm. me like, a little bit more. Yeah. So basically after I went vegan, you know, I'd gone to cooking school. I was like, you know, humble brag, right? I was this amazing chef. Um, I was really good at cooking. And so it was really easy for me to go vegan because I could cook all this like delicious food and it was, you know, not a problem. Whereas a lot of people I talked to, one of the scariest things for them about just eating more plant-based is they're like, I don't know how the heck to cook any of this stuff. Yeah. Funny Um, story. My husband was like, a pretty average cook like mm-hmm. he was always average cook and I remember like back then we already used to have like vision boards and I'd be like I'm gonna have a private chef one day because I'm okay like I'm fine at cooking I just don't really enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. you know and I was like I'm gonna have a private chef one day and then when we went vegan my husband actually like had this new passion for cooking and he yeah. is like the most incredible cook now ever and I was like I think wow. I manifested my private chef that's amazing <laughs> that's perfect a live-in chef there you go yeah that's awesome. Um, Sorry but, to interrupt. No, yeah. you're good. No, I, th- that's fine. But uh, so anyway, so I got into cooking. I was like loving experimenting more with vegan food. I was getting into nutrition and really it was it was interesting because for me going vegan was like this awakening for my like kind of spiritual revolution in my own life as well. Me too. It really just like energetically opened up a lot of things because I felt like I was suddenly like living in alignment 
Mm-hmm. And, um, so all these things were just like shifting from me at once. So that mm-hmm. I started a blog, you know, as, as so many of us do, we start a blog. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I started just posting recipes, like spiritual stuff. And I kind of kept up with that for a few years, started an Instagram to go with it. And then after a while, this was like a year and a half ago, I'd collected enough recipes and there were kind of people like, Oh, like you should make a cookbook. Like that would be so fun. So that was kind of what got me started to writing the cookbook, which I then published, you know, digitally published on my website last year, about a year ago, like a couple days ago. Um, And after that, I was like, okay, I I know I want to become a nutritionist, just kind of like you said, like it's your, you started that way and it's evolved. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I, I know that this isn't necessarily what I'm going to be doing forever, but it's where I want to be like in the near future. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I knew while I was doing my master's, I could start practicing as a health coach. So I got that certification knew I wanted to start my own business because I had, I had been teaching like group fitness classes for three years and I had worked in a lot of like health adjacent, you know, kind of healthcare clinics, like other ways of, of helping people improve their health, their fitness, and just like their energy. Mm-hmm. But none of it was aligned with what, like none of it was very holistic. It was either, you know, the boutique studios I would teach and they were focused on like just fitness and, you know, like extreme weight loss or cutting carbs, like all these really restrictive things. And that's just like, not my philosophy at all. None of it incorporated psychology and like behavioral change, like actually getting deeper into it instead of just surface level stuff. So I always had this drive to be like, okay, there's a better way to be doing it. And I know I can help people actually do it better than all of this stuff that's out here. So (laughs) yeah. I love it. But it's so important to consider that holistic aspect. Like that was also the same thing for me when I was young. I was like, am I like the only person who sees the world this way? I'm like, why is everything so one track? Yeah, (laughs) right. Um, It turns out there's other people who think that too, but I think it's just like, it's, it's definitely an evolution to, um, I just think possibilities are just so much better now as well. Do you know what I mean? Like back in the day, it's like, you probably had to kind of like specialize in one thing. Like it was hard to get resources and figure things out. But now with the evolution of the internet and all those wonderful things, like we have the ability to access so much more information and educate ourselves mm-hmm. in better ways and have access to different whatever products and all sorts of things to support ourselves in like such various ways and services and whatever. Um, like you don't even need to leave your house to have like, you know, a coach, a therapist. Yeah. Like to have a full like spectrum of support. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And I think it's easy, you know, like as, as part of the millennial generation, it's easy to kind of be like, oh, of course it's like this, but it's a good point that in the mid two thousands, it was not like this at all. So it's, it's only really in the past like 10 years that this is the online space has really taken off with everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is really interesting. Totally. So, um, what have, what have you found in terms of like, so, okay. Another question actually, instead, mm-hmm. um, what kind of like, who do you really work with? Like in terms of your, um, so you said you do health coaching. Is that kind of the main thing that you do at the moment while you're building your uh, master's degree and you have your cookbook and everything of course as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mainly, so I started my health coaching business uh, last fall mm-hmm. and I mostly work with women who want to break up with emotional eating and want to really like optimize their body weight on a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but generally a lot of the women I work with, a lot of my clients, they have, you know, tried a lot of weight loss programs in the past and none of them, as you know, right. None of them mm-hmm. work long-term. They're not meant to set you up for success. Yeah. Um, so I really work with women to kind of focus on more behavioral change and really mm-hmm. building healthy habits that can become automatic instead of 
just kind of relying on, on, on a coach or on someone to support you for like an eight week program. I'm really focused yeah. on digging deeper and building habits and, and brief, brief, I guess, reframing those limiting beliefs around food and body image and, and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you are set up for success once you're done working with me. Cause I don't think it's, it's fair to, to work with someone and get them great results while you're working with them. But like, if they can't take that with them afterwards, you know, like, I don't feel like I've done my job well. Yeah. It's about the actual shift, not just like a, a short term thing. Right. Exactly. And I love one of the things that you said as well, when we were kind of like setting up this interview and um, it was around um, like prioritizing your health as much as your business for entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. because yeah. this is like even, and this is why I think it's really good that we're having this conversation on the podcast because it's not like really a core part of my message, but it actually, for those that were around when I first started my business, my first program was actually, cause I did more like helping people with vision alignment and manifestation when I first, mm-hmm. first started my coaching business. And my first program was actually a nutrition health program called you glow girl. And oh, it was, I love that. yeah. And it was all about like how if we really want to be like in alignment with um, manifestation and our spirituality, we need to make sure that our physical vessel is on point because that's the standard, right? Like you can Mm -hmm. light incense and like, um, and have Mm -hmm. the crystals, but our physical body, like that where our soul kind of like resides Mm -hmm. is the foundation to that. Yeah. So I'd love love to hear more of your perspective on that and like how, how you really help people shift into that perspective or if you have any advice for that. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, the way you described that, that's like 100% how I feel about about mm-hmm. our physical health. And I, I think it's really, it's interesting because I, you know, obviously I follow a lot of entrepreneurs in general, like online mm-hmm. and a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs. And I've always thought maybe it's because my journey started out more focused on physical well-being and like yeah. longevity, you know, and prevention. Um, I was always like, how can, how can people just in general, like prioritize like their spirituality and, you know, their manifestation, their practice so highly, but really your physical health, like falls way at the bottom of all that. Like it just, Mm -hmm. it didn't compute to me, you know, Mm -hmm. but obviously we all have different journeys and just because that's not my experience doesn't mean it's, it's not valid for someone else. But I think it's, it's interesting because it's kind of like, um, almost like bypassing the importance of physical health, because like you said, if you're not you know, if you're not in alignment physically, then I just think you're going to be, it's going to be harder to manifest what you're trying to bring into the world. Um, Mm. just because you're not all the way aligned, I guess, like just as important as it is to attune your mindset, just it's that important to take care of your health too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that is like, um, it is so interesting because I think that like what you said about like people who have emotional eating, I think that's where it gets really hard because eating is something that, causes a lot of issues in society. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's like people who have emotional eating, eating disorders. There's people who abuse their bodies in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's like, it's not like you can just give it up if you Mm -hmm. have a problem with eating. Mm you have to keep eating eating to survive. Yeah. 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 And so it's like this whole like interesting dynamic. And then uh, like, I, I remember one of actually like the psychology aspect of food was one of the things that so blew my mind almost Mm -hmm. more than anything because like how we grow up and if we're good we get a bad food yeah yeah and if we're you know like the whole psychology around that is so messed up so no wonder that we 
um, one, we don't get taught how to deal with our emotions. And I know in entrepreneurship and in life in general, just like being a woke half human being, Mm -hmm. like having emotional intelligence is incredibly important. Knowing how to um, honor your emotions, understand your emotion, emotions, not, um, you know, diminish your emotions, but also how to process and deal with your Mm -hmm. emotions, um, is so incredibly important. And when it comes to like living your best life or whatever you want to call it, if like, for example, that, you know, you hear the example a lot of like, oh, it's like, did you have a bad moment or uh, drag it out for the whole day and have a bad day? And it's like the example of someone stubbing their toe in the morning and then they spill their coffee and then Mm -hmm. it's like when things aren't going well, it's harder on an emotional level to pull yourself back into kind of like a neutral space. Yeah. But the same goes like if you feel nauseous, if you have mm-hmm. a sore stomach, if you have a headache, you can't tell me you're going to be at your 110%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And it's so funny because I'm one of those, I have, I have so many friends I feel like who can like operate well on like five hours of sleep. I literally like today, this morning I was cranky because I got like six and a half hours and I was like, oh my gosh, I have such a busy day. Like I didn't get enough sleep. And I'm like, it's so, so for me, you know, I'm so used to like feeling really good in my body. So Mm -hmm. when I get, when I lose like an hour and a half of sleep, I'm like, ah, like what am I going to do all day? You know? So it's, it just affects my mood so much. And when my mood isn't at its best, like when I'm not doing the things that I need to make myself physically feel good, I can't, I can't do my work as well as I need to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just, um, and I think, you know, everyone has kind of, I think we all know those people who can, who can run on like five hours of sleep and still like somehow function. But it's think also because about- our body like gets used to it. Do you know what I mean? Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, you don't know how good you could feel. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's one of the things I've been saying to people ever since I really got into nutrition is like, mm-hmm. if you just knew how good your body was designed to feel, but it's so interesting because when you're, you can't possibly imagine that until you get into that state. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, you know, I'm sure there are people listening who are maybe like, I don't know. I would feel kind of triggered by this conversation if I were like, oh, I've kind of been neglecting my physical health. So I'm sure there are people out there who are feeling like that, where it's like, you can't imagine how good you could feel in your body until you do the work yourself to like get there. And it is, you know, it can be hard, but I think it's like you said, there's always a silver lining and it's embracing like, okay, every step I take towards better physical health means that I'm bringing myself more into alignment and and kind of bringing about that manifestation more quickly because I'm taking care of me. Yeah. And I think though, it's like, I mean, I, I think the topic of being triggered, like I always say, like, if you're triggered, good, <laughs> you know, like sit yeah. like that for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then at the same time as well, it's like me as the host of this podcast and the listeners that we generally attract here, it's like, we're not here to have an okay, like, yeah, this is like a, a good life. We're like, we're yeah. going to have an exceptional life. Like, a, a really incredible life and mm-hmm. it comes a lot of like self um discipline and having to be honest with ourselves when it doesn't necessarily feel like the like comfortable thing to do yeah yeah and I think the thing with health is it is triggering um like even sometimes I get triggered when I talk about mm-hmm. health because I'm not perfect oh my god how I was gonna how? say that was the next thing I wanted to talk about yeah. I was like I that just because I'm saying all this stuff does not mean I like drink celery juice 24 seven, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, but then on the other hand, like if like you want for those of you listening, if you want another analogy, it's like, we also know that we are, um, 
like we really set ourselves up for a higher level of success when our mind is in the right place, right? right? When we're calibrating with a higher standard of thinking, when we're not just responding to um, a situation based on our natural instinct, because that's what we've always done. And that's what our parents did. And that's what is the first initial response. We train ourselves to start shifting our perspective and looking at things in a new way and a higher level perspective. And when it comes to our health, it's kind of like the same thing, but it's like the cool thing is, is that when we're on this journey, health will always become a pillar that is going to take you to your next level. You know, whether it's Mm -hmm. the first pillar you're working on and then you know, you might circle back at one point yeah. and take it to the next level again, mm-hmm. or whether you've been working on your mindset or you've been working on your money mindset, or you've been working on your business skills. <laughs> like at one point, if you really, really want to keep growing and keep seeing what's possible for you, health is going to have to be one of those pillars. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, no, I, I 1000% agree. I mean, just when you were saying that, I was thinking of like how much just like our, we live in physical bodies. And I think in our society today, you can, you can get by, you can live a whole life, not really moving your body just because you don't have to anymore, which is, you know, that's a whole, that's a whole different conversation, but it's more like, because of that, I think a lot of us forget how much kind of creativity we can unlock when we do move our bodies regularly, you know, like Mm -hmm. how many I'll go for a walk, like in the middle of the day and just listen to music. And then I'll just have so many ideas. And it's just, you see so many people, like so many, you know, interviews with successful people. It's like they work out regularly because they know that's one of those things that they just need to do. Just like mm-hmm. our mindset practice is like a critical part that we need to be doing every day, mm-hmm. even if we don't really feel like it. It's like, I kind of see it the same way, like taking care of your health. You might not always feel like doing it, but you know, it's going to bring you results. So mm. it kind of has to be, I guess, incorporated. Exercise is that for me. Like I'm just, I, I, I mean, I don't mind going out and getting fresh air and when it's like more active stuff, mm-hmm. I like really, you know, like adventure stuff I'm more like that but yeah I am not someone who's like oh my god I can't wait for my gym workout yeah yeah <laughs> my yeah. husband's like that yeah that is not me like I I just am never in that space like even mm-hmm. with like things like I did my yoga teacher training and I love yoga but I still have to be like you are sitting on that fucking mat and doing yoga. yeah yeah no I I get it I'm like I get that it. and yeah. so it's and but it, it is like so one of those things it's like I'm glad I'm doing it because I also like, for me, one of the first things that really helped me like, um, develop self-love actually, like for me, self-love was like an opposite, well, not, not opposite, but probably like a different approach than what most people have experienced with self-love where, you know, they like, don't like their body and then mm-hmm. they do affirmations or whatever. Like for mm-hmm. me, self-love's like the, when I really started respecting my body, it's when I learned the magic, like when I learned biochemistry, I was like, oh my gosh, the human body is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I never say another bad thing about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, just like look at my hands and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Like, yeah, no, I love that you're saying that. Because that's exactly, I feel like, you know, taking biochemistry and taking like anatomy and physiology and like uh, organic chemistry and all those classes, I'm like, holy shit, like there's so much, like just learning about metabolism and cellular yeah. processes. You're like, our bodies do so much fucking stuff for us. Like, every single second like that's one of my favorite for physical health like one of my favorite affirmations is like thanking myself for like you know always loving me and like keep doing what they're doing yeah same I'm always like you're amazing pass it on to like all my like little cells in my body (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's so funny I love that you said that yeah Yeah. because I don't feel like 
I feel like unless you've kind of studied those fields, then you wouldn't necessarily have that perspective. Because I think, yeah. you know, and it makes sense, unless you've studied biology, why would you know that much about the human body? So, yeah, yeah. I think it, it definitely changes the, it shifts the, 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 the appreciation for your body for sure. Yeah, exactly. And so that's like, for me, when I exercise, like, I just know that I'm like, thank you, you know, like, mm-hmm. thank you very much body yeah. for doing what you do. Here's a, here's a little thing. And I think that's what's so messed up is like the body is like tirelessly working to keep you alive mm-hmm. and functioning to the best of its ability that it can yeah. help you function at. Like the body is in its natural state is healed and amazing yeah. and full of energy. Yeah. Um, and, but what's so crazy is that we have to mentally choose like to, to honor it or support it or not, mm-hmm. you know, like that's where I think it's so crazy because yeah, it's like if we, the, depending on the food we choose to put in our body is either honoring what's going on in our body or making it harder for our body. Mm-hmm. Whether we choose to exercise or not is like waking ourselves up and, you know, supporting them or it's not. Yeah. So, yeah. It's wild. It is. It's really interesting. And I totally, I just really appreciate that perspective. Cause I think it's like, when you think about it that way, like just mechanically and physiologically, all the work that your body's doing, like I see, I can almost think of like no greater representation of like universal loves than like our physical bodies for our vessels, you know, the yeah. fact that they're like constantly working and just that we've gotten to this point where our bodies like work so perfectly. It's, you know, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it really is. And I'm pregnant right now. And that is just like a whole nother wow. mind. Well, I actually will probably have my baby by the time this episode airs. Oh my gosh. So, that's awesome. I know. Um, which exciting. Is, yeah. But that, that process, like every single day, I kid you not, I'm like, at least once a day, I have like an existential crisis about yeah. it. I'm like, oh my, like a positive one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah oh you're like, holy gosh. shit, what is going on? It's so crazy. I feel like I have those like once a month and I'm like 0%. I'm like very far away from being pregnant. I'm like, I don't even know how that like, you grow like a human, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I understand it, but just like thinking about it, you're like, this is Wow. And then it, it's born with a soul and it's yeah, like, oh my it's, gosh. Like, it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's the coolest thing in the entire universe. But, That's amazing. Um, I would love for you to share if you have like, what would be like your best advice for someone who is maybe like, I don't know, like um, on the path of really wanting to honor their body more or have routines that at least are supporting their creativity and their themselves and their entrepreneurship. Like where, what are some things that you believe should be like high values um and or in high value habits to have if you're really wanting to kind of take your physical health to the next level yeah um I think the first thing that's really important is kind of like a perspective shift and I think it's funny that you were saying earlier like you have to like kind of force yourself to do like exercise because <laughs> that I've noticed that like I'm a very I don't know if you're an entire beta but I'm like a very pitta person I'm very yeah. like type a you know yeah but I also kind of have this it's not as it's not as active, but I have like a more relaxed, like very creative, like feminine side as well. Um, but I've noticed that with so many of my creative friends that they're like, oh, like I hate working out. Like it's so, it feels so like boxed in, which I can fully understand. So I would say the first thing is like, don't make yourself do something that you know you utterly hate. So for you, like you hate gym workouts. So like, don't, you know, I don't hate like, them don't though. It's that. just, th- really? that's, th- I, I mean, I'm being, I'm being extreme. I'm a, yeah. I tend to be an exaggerator sometimes, but yeah. I, I don't hate them. I like working out. It's just, yeah. I never feel like it. Like that's totally. the thing. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. if I'm like, Oh, how do I want to plan my day? I'm like, I don't feel like working out. Like I do feel like getting out and getting fresh air. I do feel like yeah. my body, but mm-hmm. being like, working out I don't feel like working out. yeah but yeah um 
but yeah, that's like the perspective shift is a big one for me because that's what I always remind myself. Like, how do I want to honor my body today? And then that's yeah. completely different, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was going to get into is that I, I feel like, you know, maybe someone who's listening, who's not used to exercising or getting active, getting any type of movement. The first thing is like, don't expect it to be super fun every time. Like I kind of <laughs> think that, you know, when you get into spirituality, you know, and, and kind of manifestation and, you know, it, it, increasing your vibration, it's like, oh, everything's going to feel so good. Like chances are it might not be that fun. So like, don't, don't take that as a sign that you shouldn't keep doing it. You know, yeah. don't. So I think that's really important is just like treat it as something, you know, like we brush our teeth every day. That might not be like fun. Obviously it's not comparable to working out, but it's just like, try to get into the habit of just thinking of it like as a neutral event. If you can enjoy it, that's great. And if you really hate it, try to find another type of exercise. So, you know, if you like, like you were saying, if you really don't like gym workouts, but you prefer home-based workouts instead, try, try just different things until mm. you find something that's a better fit for you. And now my husband and I are getting the best of both worlds because we're buying a home gym. So. Oh, yeah. amazing. I was going to really say that feels that. like the perfect fit for you. Yeah. That's going to be great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So sorry. That was the first thing. And then. Yeah. Well, and then I feel like the next thing is kind of like, where can you easily adjust things now? So for some people in general, my first recommendation for people is always just like increase your fruits and veggies. If you, you know, your diet has room to improve. Mm -hmm. um, like don't go crazy trying to, I don't know, do like whole 30 or do like a celery juice cleanse, whatever. Like don't, so I feel like that's really very trendy mm -hmm. right now and where I'm just like, my approach is very much like it needs to be sustainable. It needs to be something you can keep doing. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's value in short-term cleanses if, you know, it kind of has a different purpose, but don't do it just because you maybe now you want to like lose 10 pounds and feel good. Like it, yeah. it needs to take time. So yeah. I would say just, just start adding in more things that feel like they would be easy for you. Um, because like I was saying earlier, I'm really focused on like building those automatic habits and just getting into the routine of doing these things regularly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you suddenly decide you're going to go raw vegan overnight, like how long is that going to last? So, so just try to really take it step by step. Um, of course, I think doing more research, depending on what kind of health change it is that you're wanting to make, mm -hmm. um, is, is always important too, but to make sure you get it from reputable sources as, as always. Right. But, um, do you have yeah, any advice on like what, it, what falls under reputable sources? Because this is like one of my pet peeves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, that, like, my husband even more so like, you know, people who are like, Oh yeah, I've done research. And then they send it to me and I'm like, mm. have you, <laughs> like, have you really? Yeah. And I I've, think that's the most like overused statement in like, not yeah. just health, but every, I, I've researched in general. It. It's like, okay, so you Googled it or what? Yeah. Like, like so you watched like two YouTube videos. Like, yeah. mm, okay. And you know, it's not to take away like from, from anyone out there. I think there are a lot of great people who, people out there who are good at explaining stuff, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it's from what I would call a reputable source. So if, yeah. yeah, if we're talking about like specifically nutrition, I would say research, like actual, you know, published research journals are going to be your best bet. And if you don't feel like going through that, you know, a lot of people might not necessarily kind of have that literacy to really digest mm -hmm. like what's in there. Um, following some, for example, dietitians, nutritionists, uh, holistic doctors that you feel, and I'm happy to give some recommendations on that. Um, people that you can tell, like they know their shit and they know what they're talking about. You know, they've been practicing for years. Um, yeah. And people who are respected by other practitioners. And I know this might take a while to find, but 
it's yeah i i guess with all of that being said i find it's really tricky too because i think there are a lot yeah. of doctors out there who i would say are practicing really irresponsibly like dr stephen gundry you know i of uh what's it called whatever the plant paradox he's a cardiologist but he's giving like he's writing books on nutrition you know what i mean yeah. so it's kind of like that's what I was just going to say as well. It's like, it is, I, I don't even know if like, I mean, that's like probably the best advice you can give, Yeah. but it is like, it is hard because even within that realm, it's like, there's people think, oh, it's a doctor. I'll trust them. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? But, but doctor yeah. does not know nutrition. Like mm-hmm. those are different fields. Yeah, exactly. One's diagnostics. One's right. <laughs> They're very different <laughs> things. And I think that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I guess I'm thinking like the holistic doctor's that I think of, they've also studied nutrition yeah. and they kind of understand more like integrative health too. So kind of And how- they also don't have their hand in like, and, and not saying it's always bad to be like in partnership with companies or products or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's also, there's also nutritionists that are sponsored by industries. Totally. You know I mean, like, those are not the ones I would follow. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I think, you know, it's a good point you bring up because it is, it is really tricky. Like my audience asked me this, like, they're like, oh, well, like, what do you think about this thing? Or what about this thing? And I'm like, even me, you know, and I'm sure you felt this way before too, you know, we're, I'm, I'm a health professional. It's technically, so are you, right? It's yeah. like, we're, we're educated to evaluate this stuff, but even I get confused when I mm-hmm. see people who are, who are reputable and respectable and they're on opposite sides of the spectrum regarding yeah. something. Yeah. So I think that's just like the field of nutrition, I think is just as polarizing as politics these days in that there's so mm-hmm. much research out there and so much of the research is kind of flawed in a way. And you mm-hmm. can really manipulate it to be Oh yeah. To have a certain outcome. Mm -hmm. So I think my, my best advice is like, don't get too. I think it's really easy to go kind of down a wormhole, like a rabbit hole of nutrition research and nutrition advice. Like I remember when I first got into nutrition, that's what I did for like three years and I got so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing is like, take it with a grain of salt. Everyone agrees, no matter what, that you can be eating more fruits and vegetables, you know, more more lentils, beans, like more whole, whole plant-based foods. Like everyone agrees that that is going to be beneficial. So start I think with like that. For me as well, like I always take it back to like, um, and I mean, I know it's like, well, how, why do I, why should I trust you? And, but it's still like, my perspective is just like, I really believe nature gets it right. You know, yeah. like I really believe that our bodies, they're like, they're of nature and they're a part of it. And when we're eating foods that are as close to nature as possible, you know, like how nature intended us to eat them, yeah. then it's good. So it's like, um, probably like grains, um, or whatever are going to be slightly better for you than the processed version of it. Exactly. You no, know? it, but it's yeah. just like, because it's more close to what it's intended to be. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's like, that's always my first advice too. just like, see if you can like play around with more veggies more fruit mm-hmm. in your life yeah and it's so you know it's so simple I almost think and I, I get it I think we're kind of especially in this like modern world we're wired to want like oh isn't there some like complicated like secret thing oh. that I can be doing and it's like no like I prom- I'm I'm sorry like I wish I had like the secret key that I could like give you but yeah, just literally just... mix chia seeds with blah 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 and yeah. you're gonna <laughs> like, you'll you'll wake up and like yeah literally be like perfect and beautiful like it's so <laughs> You know, yeah. when really it's like, I feel like a lot of people that are maybe wanting kind of a more quick fix, they maybe have struggled with diet programs or really yeah. have like emotional eating patterns where they like wish that there was something that, you know, would yeah. solve all their problems. But really you have to kind of go in and like do that psychological, like spiritual work of like, where did this come from? 
how can I solve it? And yeah, so it's, it's not easy, but start with fruits and veggies and go from there. Yeah. And I think that's like the, the also, I mean, I love how the analogies tie in so well together because it's the same in business. Like people ask me all the time with like, because like my journey of like being in over six figures of debt to building an over multiple six figure business, people are like, Oh my God, how did you do that? And I'm like, literally, I was like, I was grateful for when I got bread on sale at the grocery store. (laughs) Like, you know, if it really comes down to the, the things that I actually did that shifted the big things in my life, they were Mm -hmm. the small things that I went all in on. Yeah. And that's the same with health. It's like, you really have to like actually go back to the most simple things and go all in. Cause that's, I think the thing is we try it for a week and we're like, Oh, it's not working. Yeah. We're like, Oh my God, this is taking so long. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, more fruit and veggies and, and diversify, like try new ones, like pick out a new veggie at the store next time Mm -hmm. and Google some recipes, like, you know, just have fun with it. I think that's, that's really good too. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, there's, there's a lot more that can be said, obviously for nutrition advice, but, but yeah, I mean, try out, you know, if maybe you're someone who, who eats meat regularly, maybe just try out having like one or two vegetarian days a week, like just try new recipes and see, see how that feels just to kind of mix things up. Cause you don't have to go, you know, fully vegan or anything like that. But for a number of reasons, it's going to be beneficial for you too, just to try new things and just to eat more fruits, vegetables, and plant foods. So mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. That's where the phytonutrients are at. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, um, from your perspective, I mean, I feel like we've really covered this already. Um, but I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, but when we talk about like our efficiency, when we talk about our creativity, like how do you think those things like help or is there anything else that you can think of that would be like beneficial to understand or know or have a perspective on? Yeah, well, I feel like, I guess I was saying earlier and I kind of got sidetracked is that like with, with people who are super creative, I, I know that they can feel really boxed in by, you know, like, oh, you should be doing these you know, three things a day, whatever. Like you have to follow this routine. Like I know a lot of people who are super creative and very Vata and flowy are like, Ooh, like, no, I don't want anything to do with that, you know, which is fair. But I think you can kind of come to a point where you can balance like, okay, what, maybe I have two days a week where I have nothing in my schedule and I can just like be creative and brainstorm and be free flowing. If that's, you know, how you work in your business, if that's how you are as a person and then maybe one or two or of the other days you have like a more kind of structured schedule where you're like okay I'm going to do this from from 10 to 12 whatever and I'm going to do this so it's kind of more routine but just kind of optimizing your schedule so that you give yourself the 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 mental space to have that creativity and just to have that free flow without feeling Mm -hmm. like oh, I only have three hours to be creative. Like it's not going to work. Right. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so just like working with yourself and I guess more leaning into as well, like what type of mindset am I going to embody today? Like, do I need to be productive and get a lot back and things done? Mm-hmm. Am I brainstorming and, and creating content or creating whatever, whatever it is mm-hmm. you're working on? Um, yeah. And then kind of using, using like habits that you have every day. I'm sure a lot of your listeners have a morning routine for mindset and maybe manifestation that they do. Mm-hmm. Can you add like a 30 minute walk to that before you start your day? Something, mm-hmm. something like that to kind of bring more awareness of your health as well into mm-hmm. your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool because you can like, if you're really wanting to like double team things, you can like go for a walk and listen to a podcast or you can, you know, all all the different things. And um, I mean, depending on the state of the world, when this episode comes out, but I mean, it's even, it's so important for us in this space to like, 
one, it's like fun to be able to explore with different things that we really like. Like I was even Mm -hmm. um, thinking about this recently. It's like, it's actually such a cool opportunity because a lot of things like morning routines and blah, blah, blah have all come into place because of the, the rhythm of life, you know? But now it's like, if you really don't enjoy meditating in the morning, you can meditate at 12 or at three yeah, or five. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, there's just so much more room for us to play around with those things at the moment as well. So that's really cool as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is such, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot, of, of heaviness around the situation right now, but there are silver linings as always. And that's one yeah. of them for sure is like, what time would you actually prefer to be doing things? And can you at least optimize that right now mm-hmm. while we're all at home? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this conversation has been so fun. It's been like really cool for me to bring out this side of myself again. And, and you have such um, a similar philosophy to everything as me. So I really love that. Um, yeah, it's a blast. thank you. Yeah. So if people are wanting to get in touch with you and just like follow your good vibes or learn more about what you do or how you could possibly support them, where's the best place for them to get to know you and to contact you? Yeah. So I'm super active on Instagram. It's at passion for plants and same thing on Facebook, um, passion for plants. And I have a Facebook group where I do like live weekly videos and it's a really fun community, post lots of resources. Um, and that's called plant-based like a pro. And yeah, it's fun. I love it. I think it's a fun name. I always love whatever those little like symbols are. Um, my website is passion for plants with two S's.com. Perfect. Passion for Plants to us. Got it. It'll be in the show notes anyway. Perfect. (laughs) Um, So for those of you listening, I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. Um, If you want to DM me or you want to DM Katrina, you can do that. If you want to take a screenshot of this episode, upload it and tag us, that would be awesome because we can hear more, um, like see that you listened and that you enjoyed it. And I so appreciate that you're here listening. As always, I really, really appreciate your time. And Katrina, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Viola, for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah, it totally has. All right. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.